This is TAS Talks Modular, a podcast where we explore worldwide modular solutions featuring innovative and custom designs. Join us as we talk modular. Hello, everyone, and welcome to TAS Talks Modular. I'm your host today, Daniel Litwin, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the podcast. Let's go ahead and get right into the meat of the conversation. Today's episode is going to be an introduction to J.T. Grumsky. He's the CEO of TAS Energy. And without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome J.T. on so we can get a full breakdown of his experience, his leadership style, and some of the trends he's seeing impacting the industry today. J.T., great to have you on. How are you doing? Doing fine, Daniel. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. A pleasure getting to chat. So, JT, just for some context, our audience uh, is refreshed on what TAS does. Can you give us uh, that context and breakdown of um, where TAS fits into you know, the broader conversation and uh, push towards modular energy solutions, uh, what different markets you serve, and then we'll get more specifically into your career and your background. Okay, Daniel. So thanks for the opportunity to, to, uh, to talk and tell people about TAS. You know, TAS is a really a unique company. As the kind of the, the topic title of this TAS Talks Modular, we're a modular company. We are all about designing, building, solving people's biggest infrastructure challenges with modular solutions. And we do that in a variety of, of industries, but most of them are very high tech oriented. So we serve a lot of data center customers. We serve high-tech manufacturing. Um, we provide central plants to industrial customers and also public institutions. So we have quite a quite of an array of customers and also quite a, an array of modular products that we provide, you know, including uh, things like data halls, things like modular cooling solutions, central plants, and other associated infrastructure to these various customers. Perfect. Thanks for that. So let's get into your background now and track your journey to TAS. Uh, how did you first get introduced to TAS and then end up becoming CEO? Okay, Daniel. You know, first I I, I was introduced to TAS uh, back in 2011. I was leading the Energy Environment and Infrastructure Business Unit at Science Applications International Corporation, and we came to TAS to have them be our modular solutions provider for some geothermal energy plants that that we were a prime contractor on. And so I got to know TAS for a couple of years in providing those systems. And I was very impressed uh, by the modular innovation and the grasp of the thermodynamic systems that this company had. It was really impressive. So in early 2013, I got a call uh, from the investors of TAS, and they asked me if I would consider becoming the CEO. And at that time, TAS had won a lot of very challenging, large, complex projects around the world. And they really needed a leader to come in and help the company navigate through some really tough uh, execution on these projects. And so I had, I had some other opportunities at the time, but there was just something special uh, about TAS and the, the modular technology and the integration skills that this company had. And so I decided to really take this position and take this company on, and that started in May 1st of 2013. Since you arrived back in 2013, how have you seen TAS 
change. And uh, feel free to be specific about some of the market dynamics that have maybe shifted uh, your solutions externally, and then maybe some internal shifts as well, so we can get a full picture. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. I like talking about this subject because TAS has really evolved over the years. When, when I first arrived in 2013, the company was a very well-known uh, you know, modular off-site manufacturer of systems for turbine inlet chilling. And that's what augmented the, the gas turbine power plant's output uh, by cooling the incoming air and making the, the power output much more consistent. You know, over time, the company applied really their, their, that thermal expertise that I talked about, and they applied it with, in conjunction with the modular manufacturing concepts to a really supply a variety of high-tech industries, including data centers. And so over the last seven years, there's been a lot of changes, but I think there's, there's a couple that really stand out in my mind that have really made the company stronger and better positioned for the future. And those include our collaboration, our execution discipline, and our focused investments for the future. And I'd like to, if I could, say a few words on, on each of these. So relative to collaboration, you know, one of the things that's just critical to any design-build environment, especially a modular designer and a builder, is a high level of collaboration between all of the functions that are involved in the execution of the work. And I'll tell you, we have worked really hard over the last seven years to significantly improve that communication and that collaboration, not only within TAS, but with our customers. And we've done that in a lot of ways. We've We've completed really robust in-house training, which has educated our staff on the scope and dependencies of all the various functions involved in successfully executing a project so that we have seamless kind of understanding between all the handoffs that go on in delivering a system to a customer. The other thing is we've established a lot of common goals across the organization and across the executive leadership team so that everybody is really knows what the goals are and that we're all pulling in the same direction. And I think the other thing we've done is, you know, I've, I've tried really hard to create positive learning experiences from the mistakes we've made versus assigning blame. And so we're an innovator. We're a technology innovator. And we've done over 280 projects in 32 countries and three continents. And we've had our share of challenges and learning opportunities. But I'll tell you, what made it really stand out to our customers is the fact that we stand with them, we work through issues to really find an acceptable resolution, and we just never give up. The level of you know, dedication and the long-term view that we have towards customers and toward finding solutions has made us really have a very solid reputation and an industry leader in the markets that we serve. I think you know the comment with respect to improved execution discipline, we have also worked really hard to improve all the execution aspects of our business. And we want to really strive to improve every day in everything we do. And it started with safety. We have consistently earned a total recordable incident rate under one. And we have now worked over 2.7 million man hours since our last time incident. That's a phenomenal kind of record in the industry. The other thing is, around product and project management, we have internally developed a great team of product and project managers that they have really deep trusted relationships with our customers. The people that we've put into these positions 
we have trained internally, we've developed, we've mentored, and they have become exceptional advocates for our clients within the organization. We also have provided a lot of technical continuity. We have expanded the applications engineering group within TAS, and these are the people that are really involved in the upfront proposal, and typically they engage all the way through the execution to ensure that we've got continuity on our projects. And I'd say the, the last thing is around product integration. We have implemented a number of product integration activities, including a team that's dedicated to really bringing our experience from the service organization who has seen so many of the challenges across a number of years related to these systems and brings it to the front of the process. And it drives those key lessons learned or, you know, throughout this whole uh, history of TAS into the execution of our projects. And the last thing I mentioned was focused investments for our future. We have to continually evaluate key trends in our markets, and we have to make investments really that are focused not only to help our customers, but to enhance the technology integration with our products. So we have a continuous dialogue with our customers, with our suppliers, with industry experts on those trends and technologies, and we invest in first-of-a-kind systems that we can prove and manufacture at scale for our customers. Because you got to remember, some of our customers are building at an incredible pace and at an incredible scale, and we have to be able to match that demand. And we, to, to test a lot of these solutions, we actually invested in a modular solutions lab, and it was originally built as a modular data center over 10 years ago, but we converted it into a 100 kilowatt data center that we operate. We've also matched that with 100 kW of solar panels. So we have 100% renewable energy feeding our lab. And we're testing and working to optimize a whole range of cooling technologies from high density air to two-phase immersion cooling. So I know that was a lot of things, but I'll tell you, I'm, I'm just so excited about all the things that have changed and continue to change at TAS. Did TAS always have this confidence in modular as a solution for your partners and for your uh, customer base? Or was this something that you had to sort of make a bet on early and wait for different industries to catch up and really need that quick but efficient and quality supply of energy systems? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, so it's a great question. I mean, the company was really founded around being modular builders. Uh, and the reason is the initial industry that we serve in the power industry, we were basically supplying systems to power plants. And we had to really build, design a build of the system offsite and deliver it and be able to execute that project on site during a very narrow window of an outage at the power plant. So it was critical that our system not only could get on site and go together quickly, but we had a high level of confidence that it would be conditioned and operate to the specifications and the performance requirements that our customer had asked of us. So that our whole DNA was founded around modular. And then as, as the years have gone on, of course, it's become tougher and tougher for our customers to stick build uh, the, a lot of the high-tech infrastructure that they want on site. There's a shortage of craft people. There's uh, demand signals that they have that require very short schedules. So we're able to really meet those demands by manufacturing offsite. We have a factory controlled environment with very high level of quality and safety. And then we can deliver those systems very quickly that can go together on site 
and meet whatever demand that they have at their facility. When it comes to the more niche and granular market of modular solutions specifically, how do you think TAS is uniquely positioned to provide modular solutions to customers? Is there anything about your approach, anything that you value a lot about uh, the leadership at TAS, the attention to quality, any number of things that you think uniquely positions you to uh, provide a better solution or one that is really unique to the market and why? I do. And you you hit it. it you know, I think one of the most significant kind of uh, high technology facility design trend that we've seen over the last five years is modular and phase delivery. People are trying to match the, the demand, if you will, uh, with the infrastructure they build, and they're trying to do that in a, in a very short cycle. So speed to market is just one of the key drivers for our customers. And due to the limited supplies I mentioned of skilled craft workers, the traditional design and on-site construction process that introduces considerable costs and schedule uh, and even quality risk for our customers, you know, our value proposition not only goes and speaks to the modular, but it goes well beyond that in a lot of different dimensions. I mean, first, we have turnkey capabilities to support our customers' you know, high-tech facility deployment from a full discipline engineering staff, integrated procurement, modular manufacturing, and service support and discipline project management. So we have all the phases that would traditionally go into a stick build, only we do them in a very shortened schedule in our factory. Secondly, we started over 20 years ago as a modular uh, provider of engineered systems. And through all those years, we've accumulated an incredible vast amount of experience, intellectual property, and techniques to meet our customer demands. So when we design something, we're not, we're not just designing it for the first time. We're incorporating years and years of learning into that design. Um, and we have today at our, at our three facilities in Houston, we have over 600,000 square feet of offsite manufacturing space. And we have access to some of the most well-qualified labor anywhere in the United States and also an industrial supply chain that probably rivals any region in the world. So that gives us really a lot of considerable scale to meet even the largest modular build demands. We've also we've developed a really a full range and portfolio of products for our customers, and that, that sets us apart. Anything from you know, our traditional module cooling units, as I mentioned, to data halls in, inside the data center, to UPS electrical modules for hyperscale and, and our cloud kinds, you know, as well as high-density cooling solutions including cutting-edge two-phase immersion cooling systems for high-performance cooling, you know, as well as edge applications. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, you can see today there's just so much discussion around the edge and providing, you know, infrastructure to the edge to reduce latency and really provide, you know, a economical solution to just completing the architecture, if you will, all the way from the data generation all the way to the cloud. Let's get a little more specific on TAS's solutions and their impact on y'all's customer base. How have TAS's solutions created value for your customers specifically? And if you have any anecdotes or examples to share that really encapsulate uh, the holistic approach that you bring to your modular solutions, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to share a couple. So, you know, a great example I can recall very vividly was back in 2016 
we really made a significant investment for one of our confidential customers uh, to drive that development of those data hall modules that I mentioned and the speed of that construction and reduce the cost uh, for their hyperscale data centers. We've worked hand in hand with that customer's team through a lot of, of design iterations uh, and prototyping to optimize the design. And then we invested the capital in highly specialized equipment, specialized manufacturing tools, uh, and training to facilitate the execution for that particular program. And you know, to date, we've delivered over 4,000 data hall modules at several different data center locations for that customer successfully. And I think the testament is that we now were selected subsequently to work very closely with that customer this past year to develop the next generation of this data hall product. So we've incorporated a number of improvements into that product, including uh, the handling and increasing in, uh, the, the power demands for the data center, which are growing er every year. And so we have to be able to incorporate more power, more cooling into the data hall solution. Another example that I can think of is we were given a, a challenge to modularize a key process in a high-tech manufacturing facility for Europe. We developed a really innovative modular design concept that was ultimately selected by that customer. And we are currently manufacturing and shipping the first of the kind of this project that includes over 90 modules to Europe. So I can go on and on. We have really almost every customer engagement that we take on, we strive to create incredible value for that customer. Another little topic I want to touch on during our conversation is that TAS was acquired earlier this year by Comfort Systems. Can you give us some context on what changes have taken place since being acquired and how does the leadership team view this ownership transition? Yeah, so this the whole uh, topic of ownership transition is something that's near and dear to my heart um, because I have uh, worked in uh, employee for employee-owned companies, for public companies, and for uh, companies uh, owned by private equity. So I have experienced a lot of different ownership models over my career. But being owned by private equity investors, as most people know, part of my job as the CEO was to find a long-term owner for the business that would ensure really the seamless continuity with our customers, you know, provide additional capabilities and resources, uh, and also provide expanded growth opportunities for our employees. And I'll tell you, with Comfort Systems, I firmly believe we found the ideal long-term strategic owner for TAS. And there are several reasons for that. You know, a lot of people talk about culture and vision, but I can say firmly that we really align with Comfort Systems culture and vision. They highly value the decentralized management of their operating units and the technology and the integration skills and the value that we deliver to customers. They also they are highly supportive and value modular solutions. You know, I've had conversations uh, personally right up front with Brian Lane and Bill George of Comfort Systems, and they talk about they see the future for modular construction. And so uh, when we talk through what we could do for our customers, what we could do in the marketplace, I could just see their eyes light up, and they were so excited about what TAS could bring to the Comfort Systems family. And they were also committed to keep our current management team and project teams in place with no disruption to current projects 
and you know, since we've been on board April 1st, I can tell you we've had a number of collaborative engagements with other comfort systems entities and sharing of best practices in the U.S. subsidiaries around the United States. And so they also have a geographically diverse service presence that we can tap into and help augment our service team. And they're also willing to invest in our business. So, you know, part of our value that we talked about in delivering solutions to our customers is being able to invest in those solutions and build prototypes, buy the right equipment, buy the specialty tools that we need to meet those, uh, you know, the modular manufacturing solution capabilities that we need. And I think, you know, the other thing that, that we talk about is that we have a great sister company within the Comfort Systems family, Environmental Air Systems, EAS. So Comfort Systems had acquired EAS in 2011, and they were a premier mechanical contractor and manufacturer of custom modular solutions. And they became, Comfort Systems became the full owner in 2016. So they already had experience with a high-quality modular solution provider in EAS. So when they came to TAS, they knew what they were looking for. And it was ironic that when we actually got to meet EAS, whom we considered a competitor, we found out that we both had the utmost respect for each other and for each other's leadership teams and what we did. And now that we're under the comfort systems kind of family of companies together, we represent an incredible capability for customers. We have over a million square feet of modular manufacturing space and over six, 700 combined employees in our two companies to really deliver incredible scale for our customers. I personally could not imagine a better parent for our employees, for our company, or for our customers. Now, if you had to give a little more insight into your personal approach to leadership and how this ownership transition has impacted how you view your place as CEO of the company, what would some of those insights be? Or is there anything specific to your approach that you think uh, helps keep TAS a uh, customer-focused and employee-focused company as well? Well, I think anyone that, that has, knows me or has worked with me knows that I'm a very engaged, high-energy leader. And it's actually been a little bit uh, challenging through the last four months of this, uh, you know, this kind of COVID pandemic with having a lot of people off-site because I just really enjoy engaging with people. So I spend most of my day out and about on the factory floor, in the engineering cubicles, downstairs, you know, with the service team, with the project managers, really just engaging with the teams, engaging at a level to be able to help them through work through challenges, innovate, and it's just so exciting. We have such a diversity of employees here at TAS that being able to engage with the, the, the different cultures that we have, the different ethnic backgrounds in our with our employees, the different thought processes. It's 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 very very exciting, and I think it's what makes us special because we bring all that brain power and energy together into our modular solutions. And so for me, you know, with Comfort Systems, they really uh, respect who we are and how we lead and how we manage, and they're not trying to dictate to us how we should run this company. In fact, they said very clearly to us, you have been successful, you and your team have been successful 
we want you to keep doing that. We want to give you the tools and additional resources to even take it further. So, you know, for me personally, I couldn't imagine a better fit because I, I get to do and have that leadership style that I believe has got me to where I am today. But now I am better equipped with more tools and support behind me to be able to live on bigger and bigger solutions for our customers. To wrap up the conversation, I want to start by making this a little bit timely as well. Obviously, this is kind of an unavoidable topic at this point. This has been a very difficult year for many companies dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic and the varying challenges of employee safety, logistics, marketing, everything in between that have uh, arisen because of said pandemic. How has TAS held up in this environment and what are some of the unique ways you've tried to adapt and what do you think it says about the resiliency of your company? Well, you, you are certainly correct. I've talked to a number of uh, CEOs over the last four or five months, and this has been a very challenging time to uh, lead in business. What I can say is how proud I am of, with respect to our employees and their resilience throughout this year. We kept our, our three factories open uh, through the entire uh, pandemic, and the entire leadership team, along with all the employees, took very early action in the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic. And we imp implemented a number of protective measures, both you know, for our customers and for our employees, obviously, that aligned with the, the CDC guidelines and industry best practices. So we were evolving every week as, as all industries and all regions of, of the country were learning how to deal with this pandemic. So we adapted almost on a daily basis, whatever best practices, whatever changes we did to keep everyone safe. And, you know, successfully dealing with COVID-19 and maintaining operations is amazing. But consider that during the same time this year, we completed an ownership transition of our company. We simultaneously executed on two very large and complex projects. We transitioned to a new ERP system. We developed two new products for two separate hyperscale customers. And we maintained our safety record and worked over 2.7 million man hours without a lost time incident. That is an incredible achievement and compliment to the staff and the leadership team and all the employees at TAS for having accomplished all those things under a very difficult environment. And with all of this in consideration, what do you think is in store for TAS's future? Is there anything that you have... Uh, on deck that you can share for us, or are there any um, projections you can make based on your response to COVID and trying to, I don't know, make your way through some of the mists of uncertainty that still lie ahead? Well, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it, it's really easy for me to recruit employees to this company because I believe our, our future is very bright, and especially now with comfort systems, we have an incredible uh, future ahead of us. And, you know, together, as I mentioned, with our sister company, AS, we are an industry-leading capability in modular manufacturing. Um, we're both known, both companies are known for taking really new ideas and technology and innovating fast. And I think our future will most certainly have us continuing to innovate new modular products for our customers. And I think we, you know, we really value our agility as an essential discriminator and, and we have the demonstrated ability to quickly adapt 
in almost every dimension of our business, as I've, I've pointed out even what we accomplished this year, but even including new markets, new products, making smart capital investments, and assigning the right people to the right jobs. So I think that, you know, uh, in the COVID environment, I think offsite manufacturing is even more in demand, right, because of the uncertainties around sites and construction schedules. And we've demonstrated ability to be able to safely operate, maintain production in our controlled environment. And I think that's more and more end owners are going to look at that and say, we need to move to a module approach. In fact, we just had a, a, a call on Friday with a, a potential new hyperscale customer who's considering moving toward a modular approach. And so we're very willing and open to share what we think the advantages are and how we think we can help them make that transition to a successful modular future. So I think our future is bright. I'm excited for our employees. I'm excited for comfort systems. Uh, and I'm excited for our customers in terms of what this represents. All right, J.T. Grumsky, CEO of TAS Energy, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of TAS Talks Modular to get a full breakdown of your view on the future of TAS, what makes you all unique, and some of the specifics of what you bring to leadership at TAS. Uh, if folks want to find out a little bit more about TAS Energy, uh, about y'all's solutions, or about you specifically, how can they get in touch? How can they find out more? Well, certainly you can go to our, our website, www.tas.com. We are also uh, all listed on LinkedIn, so you can reach out to us there. And there are contact addresses on the website itself. Um, but please come visit us at one of our facilities in Houston, Texas. You will get no better appreciation than if you come and let us walk you through and show you our people, our processes, our technology development, our factory, our health and safety practices. We believe you'll uh, walk away being a believer in modular solutions. Love it. JT Grumsky, thanks again for joining us on the podcast. Always a pleasure getting to chat and looking forward to catching up again soon. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening to today's episode of TAS Talks Modular. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, make sure that you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can look up TAS Energy or TAS Talks Modular. You'll find our show there. Hit that subscribe button, and you'll have a full catalog of previous episodes to pull from as well. You can also go to our website at TAS.com to find out more about our solutions and services and to uh, get a little bit more content from us as well. So thanks again, everyone, for listening to this episode of TAS Talks Modular. We'll catch you next time. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B.